This podcast is brought to you by X Factor Predictor, the Facebook app that knows who's going home before they do. Get the inside track on next week's X Factor at xfactorpredictor.com or search for X Factor Predictor on Facebook. Da, 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 da. I don't know, that was the uh, nearest I could find to a royal anthem. Of course, it was announced today. There will be a bank holiday. Uh, the date has uh, uh, been announced, and the Bishop of Wilsdon has gone. See, some of the things he's put on his Facebook, uh, you can Google that. Sorry, I'm ranting again. This is the Manchester United Redcast. My name, Edward Augustus Matthew Christopher Nesta. I am your host. My guest tonight is Mr. Meekin, a writer for The Independent. It's the last article you wrote, sir. What was it about? Was it any good? There's a lot of questions there, Eddie, or the other bits <laughs> of your name. I can't remember. But um, what did I last write about? It would have been on Friday. And to my shame, it concerned Ken Barlow or his lesser-known alter ego, William Roach of Coronation really? Street. That, in all honesty, was the last thing I wrote about. Well, he's... It was, I'm admit, in my defence, in a somewhat sarcastic fashion, but... Um, no, he didn't yeah. need to do that. I mean, he, he had the image of being an incredibly boring man. His yeah. wife, of course, was his age, and his wife passed away, yes. and he's found himself somebody younger. But what a magnificent head of hair. Yeah, yes. And showing a wonderful sort of late midlife crisis, by all accounts. Allegedly. How old is he now? Oh, he's, oh, he's older. He's older than Ken Barlow. That's the thing. The important thing to remember about William Roach, he's a lot older than the Ken he's character. He's in his 70s, isn't well he? Well into his 70s, yeah. Fantastic. Easily mid seventies. Well, let's hope I look that. We could uh, dwell on good. this and talk about it all night. Yeah, no, we? no, we're here to we're here really. to talk about <laughs> Manchester United. You know, well, well, it's a vague. It's I'm a glad you're here this week. Last week we had uh, Dave and we had Anissa. Mis- yeah. Loads of people complaining apparently yeah. that we bothered to have a woman on the show. I don't think any of the other in our stable, and we are in a massive stable here of podcasts. I don't think any other woman comes. I've never seen another woman. Woman in your life talking about football. No. Really? Not really. No, no. Um, since since uh, David Beckham left, my sister's shallow interest in football was shown for the farce it truly was. No, nothing. Nothing on that front. I don't... Uh, I, I, I tend to um, not talk to ladies about the beautiful game. Is, it, is that because they're not interested or you don't believe that they have invested enough? It's a man's there's, game. It's a tribal thing. All of that. There's been a glazed look in their eyes and that feeling of I'm losing them. I'm losing them, which has probably put me off in recent years. So, no, I haven't really discussed them. Um, While we're on that, tell me about commentators, because there is a growing mm. number, Jackie Oakley and the like, uh, mm. women commentating on football. D- does it rest easy with you? I'm all right with that, actually. I've got used to all that. Yeah, that's... That seems to work all right. Yeah. I mean, at first, there were lots of people who were saying lots of things. But I think it's a bit like uh, the first time I heard the pilot being a woman coming over the tunnel. If I'm honest, I'm sorry. I'm not a misogynist. I'm not anything like that. But I did feel a little bit. I'm not in a time warp, am I? This is is (laughs) the November 2010 edition. Okay, all right. I'll move on. I'll take the hint. I'll take the hint. Birds, eh? Bloody hell. Yeah, we're here to talk. No, no, no. I don't mean to patronise the chicks. Uh, We're talking about the greatest team on earth. That is, of course, Manchester. What a season this is. I don't quite know how we've got away with it, to be brutally honest, so far. I mean, to be in the position we are, having played the way we have, God knows how we're unbeaten. I mean, this is is one of the most average, you know, United sides for some time, in my opinion. And, you know, to be 
<laughs> to be where we are speaks volumes about but, but our rivals as much as anything else. Ch- tell me about the other teams then. Tell me, because cool. we're on 28 points, yeah. the same as Chelsea. Uh, Arsenal yeah. 2 behind, Man City 3 behind, and you know the others to follow. Bolton are up there, Blackpool are play- playing well. T- t- tell me what's happening this season from your point well, of view. Chelsea had an, an easy start, didn't they? They really did. That, first, that run of games, it would have been surprising if they hadn't taken sort of maximum points early on. They've just been, and they've obviously been mugged by their own awful internal politics, which seems to come around every sort of, you know, 15 months or so. And just uh, the fact, obviously, they've lost their, they've lost their, you know, half their back four as well. The injuries have come in now as well. But Chelsea always, any team that could have managed to get rid of Jose Mourinho at the time they did, you can never underestimate them for fucking things up on the internal side. And I think they have... The stuff that's going on inside the club has clearly sort of has, has damaged them. Thankfully. But there is another story. We don't know we don't it yet. Know. And we I mean, know. it's amazing. The Wilkins it? thing as an ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. ex United There is another story. Yeah. I, I, I've curious. spoken to many sports journalists, all of those guys up at BBC London mm. in terms of uh, what is it. And nobody gets it. And we've heard this week, of course, that Wilkins is uh, uh, seeking legal advice. So he obviously isn't happy. No, I mean, I'm not. We just don't know how effective he was on a daily basis with the players. They yeah, seem to be very story, loyal to him. No. That's not the no. story. The story is why did they get rid of him? Not yeah. how effective yeah, he was. Absolutely. Because yeah. he was a conduit through whom the players could communicate, yeah. the manager. You see what I mean? So you can never underestimate how useful those guys are. Yeah, I just, it, it's, as I say, it's something. Understanding the modern Chelsea regime is it, it's, it is a fairly brutal one. And the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. It's very hard to, under, you know, very hard to fathom sometimes because you, you would have thought, here's a team that's running almost unbeaten. I tell you what, let's let's have a tinker. Let's get rid of the assistant manager. It's bizarre. Yeah, you're listening to the man you read, Cos. And if you're wondering why we're talking about Chelsea, it's because... Because we care. It's because we care. Yeah, well done. Yeah, it's because we care. But it's They're because dear, oh none of the top four appear to be running away no. with it. I can't imagine any of the, all the managers, the top four managers, being entirely happy with no. what's going on. And yet you get a sense that none of the other teams can come up. And it's, it's ours for the taking, if we want. It. Well, it really is. And if you'd said this to me sort of a month or so ago, I'd have said, no, I just thought this season, I didn't think Chelsea were brilliant and unbeatable. I just thought they, they just, were five they, points clear. They were five points were. clear and they've got a, a settled sort of squad. We were, look, we were looking for the taking. I'm just so surprised that Chelsea have unraveled in the way they have done. And frankly, as I say, with Manchester United being as average by their standards, they have been to be now on joint points with Chelsea just before Christmas is fantastic for us. Okay, we'll look forward to our next games. But let's look back mm. first of all, uh, shall we? The game against Wigan, a fairly comfortable victory there. Well, it, that's contractual on their part. They have to just uh, lie down after it's fine. <laughs> Fergie's got that one sorted. <laughs> They're married to each other. Allegedly. Li- lie down and take it. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the kind of You've been very brave. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but fairly easy, fairly straightforward. But of course, the, I suppose yeah. the main talking point, the return of the boy. Yeah. It was interesting, the way that the, the fans, the way they handled it was, because he came on with Scolzi, didn't he? And it was, in fact, it was Scholes who got the uh, bigger cheer, which is just a reminder to say, there is only one national treasure out of the two of you in our team at the minute. It's, uh, I loved Fergie saying, you know, he got a good round of applause, he got a good yeah, cheer. Yeah. And then immediately saying the boy will be playing against Rangers, giving yeah. him confidence. It's just fantastic. Master. Yeah. Again, it, it, that was another, another little war that he won. 
And now, now he's top. Ferguson's very much established himself as top dog again. He was saying only the other day, wasn't he? I think a veiled message, somewhat to certain other managers of Manchester City, that the main man, the main man has to be the the manager. And when that ends, yeah, the club is dead. And uh, I say he's he's fought those battles on and off with different players through the years, whether it be a Roy Keane or a David Beckham. But those pl- uh, those players went. Yeah, he need well, Rooney. Has not. Yeah, Rooney still. Rooney is still very, very useful to him. He may, he may still find himself going. At Can a he repair time. the damage to Rooney? The damage to the, with unsure. the players, <coughs> with the team, with the club, I'm with unsure. the fans. I mean, I go on. My first instinct is we're football fans. We're fickle. Rooney scores a couple of hat tricks. We forget about it, and it, everyone's excited. If we've got a title charge on, but it's I don't know the the, the trust. I mean, football fans don't care. So much, so, you know, if it's some sort of sexual sort of indiscretions or it's anything, sort of crime or anything, football fans don't care about that. But when it's a case of a player saying, actually, I fancy a bit more money because I don't actually, not that sure if I want to play for you anymore, that does go to the root and that will take some time for fans to forgive, I think. I, I Particularly think he's playing crap, of course. He's been playing crap, which doesn't help. No, I, I didn't think he could do it. But yeah. I, I read an article actually today in The Independent, which maybe has convinced me that redemption is uh, is possible. I know it's mm. in America. Uh, I don't know how much you know about a, a guy called Michael Vick I from America. That, that, that silence might... No, 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 no American <laughs> footballer. Yeah. Well, he was convicted of having uh, dogs, kennels, uh, back in his hometown. And they put him in jail. He, he served 23 months in, in prison because of it. At that time, he was on something like a 10-year, $130 million contract, that, a quarterback. Yeah. And he's come back. And he's doing magnificently well. And I think that with Tiger Woods, and I know the indiscretions are mm. similar, but not quite the same. Once you start winning tournaments again, once your arm starts enabling your American football team to win uh, games, mm. once uh, Rooney uh, scores a hat-trick, as you say, inspires mm. Manchester United to victory over one of its uh, other uh, competitors, I think people will be quick to forgive him. I think so. Exactly. As you say, it's added insult to injury that he's been so poor in recent months, you know, before before going away to America. It was such a poor season for him. And then everyone thought, oh my goodness, wait a minute, was he that bad because he's told Manchester United... Or because he was sleeping way. with a prostitute or because yeah. he was carrying an injury. I mean, those yeah. are all pluses for him, actually, yeah. Yeah. that it wasn't just he was rubbish, he was crap. Yeah. There may well have been contributing factors yeah. to that. But so. I think the, the one that would rankle the United fans the most, my God, was he, him and his man haggling behind the scenes... And he has the nerve to be that bad on the field at the same time. No, you know? I, c- I can't possibly believe that. Yeah. I mean, Everton have got that now with their uh, American Pinar, but he's playing really, really, yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, he's looking for a move. Uh, so in terms of, let's stay up front, mm. shall we, for a minute, because we saw the return of Rooney indeed mm. Scholes after he was suspended. Berbatov wasn't Very unfairly, of, Paul Scholes, allegedly yeah, an ill-timed challenge. An unfortunate, yeah. a very rare occurrence. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about Berbatov? I think his Bulgarian twin has come back and Derbatov's probably locked away somewhere again in North London because um, it's, it, was, it, it looked... I mean, I'll be honest, I was of the opinion that we should have cut our losses with him in the summer and it wasn't a... You know, it was a very divided view of Berbatov amongst Manchester United fans. I just didn't see it work. It was the old square peg argument. Great player, but it doesn't work at this particular club. And then, of course, he, thankfully, particularly with Rooney playing badly, went on to briefly prove us wrong. But... I just, for me, and the way Manchester United play, the sort of fast-paced, sort of you know, one-touch stuff. I just don't. I never think that Berbatov has ever looked 
like a player who just fits into that, that sort of system around with the other players we've got. That is not denigrating him as a player. I think he's fantastic. And Berbatov could go to, to AC Milan and just be superb. But just I've never believed that his style fits in with the, uh, with the United way. And, and I also don't think I'll be, you know, that the Berbatov and Wayne Rooney works as a... I mean, we're talking about two fantastic players. I said they don't work as a combination. But we're talking at the highest level, talking about trying to win Champions Leagues and things. I don't think that actually works. I think they both want to drift deep. Yeah, well, news today that the old ladies of Europe, Juventus, yeah. may well be uh, testing uh, I, Sir yeah, Alex's I, resolve. Absolutely. And the age he is... 30 now. Yeah. It, 29. I, yeah. I mean, if it's not... Gen- if it's certainly... I mean, the summer. You've got to get something of that 32 yeah, million yeah, back, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Let him go. Yeah. Wonderful football. But sometimes it just... When you see his first touch, he's glorious. He's, there's no doubting that but is he a Manchester United player it's like I mean to a lesser extent when Varane came no doubting Varane's a fantastic footballer it just did not work when you saw him at the World Cup were you like who Who the hell is this guy I thought thought he'd retired can't be him is he still playing with that big head and just playing magnificently yeah yeah no exactly (laughs) but I remember being so excited when he turned up at um because the whole idea of that at the time was Varon's going to turn up, Paul Scholes is going to be free behind Ruud van Nistelrooy. We've got Roy Key next to me. I thought, this is the stuff of dreams. and Just didn't work. Didn't well, it worked well in about September. Then October happened, he'd get injured. Then he'd go away to be treated and drift back in the spring. And Yeah, yeah, he had a tough time at Chelsea, as I remember as well. Yeah. Uh, listen, let me just remind you, you can join our Facebook group by going to unitedredcast.com. Uh, we'll be talking about our upcoming game shortly, the Battle of Britain with Glasgow Rangers, Blackburn and the uh, minnows of the Premiership West Ham. This week, <laughs> Glenn Smith, Matt Pearce and Ali Katchum, amongst others, have started following us on Twitter. And you can follow us too. Why don't you come on? Go on. Come on. Have a go. At twitter.com slash manuredcast or email us at uh, manuplaybackmedia.co.uk we're spelling manu as M-A-N-Y-O-O uh, get our iPhone app at bit.ly slash app. Uh, let's read some of these emails shall we it's, we've been talking about what's happening up front uh, but this one starts Hi guys, love the shows uh, with Mendes uh, scoring from every angle. I'm not even concerned about us not scoring. What I'm concerned about is our midfield, which is not uh, to be <coughs> arguably uh, solid in terms of cover for the defence. Uh, tell me who is a proper defensive midfield player. Anderson, I think not. Hargreaves injured uh, from an old injury and many more. Fletcher, good God, uh, man, we need a solid one in that part of the pitch. Remember a certain Roy Keane back then. Uh, what do you guys say? Well, uh, thanks very much for that. That's uh, from Malaysia. Has he seen Darren Fletcher in the last two years? I mean, yeah, well, uh, I don't know that. Yeah. I, I don't know that. I think that Darren Fletcher has actually been playing that well this year. Of course, in Europe, he scored the goal. And yeah. whatever. I, I don't know that he's been the do- last year. I'll give you that. Mm. But this year, has he been the dominating force? And if he has, how come Scolzi is looking? Looks like he's pulling up all the trees. He looks like the man, the one-man mission. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I might be just being, you know, biased towards Fletcher. I was one of his, you know, like most Manchester United fans, such a harsh critic of him. I admire him so much the way he built, he's built up his game. If ever there's an example of a player stepping up to the plate and saying, you know, for all the critics, I'm going to, I'm going to mold myself into this player well, that. Ala Gary Neville. Yeah, right? yeah. But I, I think he's fantastic. I would, you know, I mean, I'm nervous. They said tomorrow the the boy Fletcher's going to be rested. 
you know, to, to take on Rangers. I just you would you would have thought, you know, back in Scotland, you would have thought the boy would have had an absolute field day. Yeah, you? yeah. Well, it's, I'm, anyway, I'm a big um, uh, Darren Fletcher fan. One of my, I think, one of the sad things is we haven't had the benefit of actually having a steely defensive pairing of Hargreaves and Fletcher ever together due to sort of injuries and what's what's your take on the Hargreaves story I mean oh, he I'm, we I'm talked so about it last week and it, just, wish, it's just the saddest thing I wish it would work because he was he was a fantastic player but uh, talking about like he's dead but no he's um no well in football yeah he may well be receiving the last right well Alex Ferguson's looking at him like we'd look like a horse ready to be put down as the ominous um look to it. I mean I, how long do you how long Rob do you with compassion, with love, yeah. you know, how long do you stay with him? I mean, well, the amount of money it's costing. I mean, that's the other thing. He's had all the, the best treatment, you know, money can buy. I mean, you want to see a return on it and it needs to happen quite quickly. I mean, it is pretty much, you know, even sure if it's the last chance saloon now that might have gone. I think he still has enough. Because, I mean, Ferguson threw him on the other week due to a lack of other options. I thought, let's chance it. Let's see if he can... Do it without even a reserve team game. Yeah, I mean, that, was that fair on him? Really, I don't know. But um, my ideal scenario is he's going to get a few, as you say, a few, res- few more reserve games under his belt. Maybe a Carling Cup appearance, and we just get him fit for for the new year. But and I really hope that's right because I think he's a fantastic player. You but, know, um, we've been talking about injuries in other teams, but we've certainly got some problems. Valencia, of course, out for the year. Yeah, that's we, a real we, loss. We know that he'll he'll be like a brand new player next year. It'll be fantastic, won't yeah. it? Uh, Giggs is uh, Anderson. I, I'm not sure what's happening with him. Whether he's in or out. Hargreaves, we've talked yeah. about. Uh, certainly, um, it's great to see. Ferdinand getting a run of games there. absolutely although Just, he did have a tight hamstring was it when he was playing for England I think we have to accept that Rio Ferdinand will always have something slightly wrong with him now to the end of his career it's going to be a little twinge here or there but no it's um it's always so reassuring to have him and Vidic there and also the fact we have you know say that little known player Johnny Evans just behind them who's also a fantastic player potentially I mean in terms of that that area of the park we do look um O'Shea. very good what about, I really, I really, what about Brown? Well, I, as I was say, I really like John O'Shea. Again, who I think has actually got a be- has become a better player in his last sort of couple of Utility years. Utility player. Yeah, but he's, yeah, I think he's done, he's done well. And then Wes Brown, I just think, is a, it's a great shame. But I think he's such a talented, gifted guy. Started out the centre-back. Again, maybe he's suffered the curse of many of Fergie's own men who's been at, he's been at the club since he's about 10 years old. And they get, he's been turned into another sort of utility player, really. He's full-back, you know, centre-back and... I don't know. It's, only, it's, it's, it's easy to say people haven't fulfilled their potential at the end of the day. He's been a Manchester United defender. But I think I remember seeing Wes when he first arrived and I thought he was going to be you know, a world beater. I thought it was fantastic. And at times he's, he's looked that class. But injuries have intercepted. I mean, maybe he's never had the run of games. And he's been behind you know, in recent years, Rio Ferdinand and Vidic. You know, so it's not easy. He looks well behind now, doesn't he? Does. He does. It's very sad, though. He's, he was a fantastic player. Um, but... I have to say, it's the whole Phil Neville thing. The best thing Wes Brown could do would be to play for another club. Well, what happened a few years ago? So I remember he's on about 40 grand and he felt yeah. that he should be offered a bigger contract mm. and Sir Alex wasn't doing it. And so there was a bit of a Mexican standoff there. And he, he never quite, in my mind, to my mind, has recovered no. from that. No, I think his last really good season for us was the uh, double winning season wasn't it and he was very very good for us again he had a run of games and he stayed fit and he was very very good but since then he's he's been just in and out hasn't he but just a cameo appearances really but 
No, fantastic, fantastic player. And look, you know, we've got like people like Smalling now edging ahead of him. The pecking order, I just think it's sad. They're the future, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, Small, they are. Smalling is part of the future. What yeah. about Gary Neville? Is that it now? After this year, he's really got to uh, get himself a job on the coaching staff, hasn't he? Yeah. It, you're always cautious talking about these national treasures, but I have to say, as big an admirer as, as I am of him, I think I think the game is, is, is up, really. Um, seeing it, it's just... It's, you just don't like seeing a fullback who's been as good as that being so brutally exposed by someone he'd have dealt with so comfortably only a couple of years ago. Yeah, you know, you and I say And also he just winds up the opposition so oh, yeah, much. That's why. That's I just want him on the touchline running up and down. Man, just, Man just City, Everton, Liverpool. You want him in those just games. Just bring him on the track seat when he's 70, <laughs> just running up and down, just giving the V sign to the... Uh, but he didn't do himself any favours the other day. He played the other day, didn't he? And he should have been sent off. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, I think he was benefiting there somewhat from the, who, who he was. I think they gave him the uh, they gave him the benefit of the doubt. But. Let's read another one of these emails. I've uh, uh, been informed by a reliable source that the Glazers, Glazers did actually sell a portion of the club for the two hundred twenty million pounds. Uh, I think that's uh, why this is about Anissa who came on yeah. last week and uh, Dean is having a little pop. I think that's why she keeps saying my club and why she has so much info on the. She's the woman who got me tickets to go and see Manchester United at the City of Manchester Stadium. She is incredibly well connected. That that was why she was here and has upset your listeners. Well, no, she kept on saying my team. (laughs) She didn't say Man United or our team. She just kept on saying my team and it wound people up. Uh, Good show, lads. But is there a reason why they are so far and few? As for our season, uh, it's been annoying drawing a lot of games, but let's not forget that we had a lot of injuries and uh, a lot of those results were better than last season, i.e. the game against Fulham. Yeah, we lost to them twice, didn't we? Mm. And did we lose to Aston Villa last year? Certainly at, yeah. Ma- at Old Trafford, one nil at Bonlaher yeah. score, didn't he? Uh, I can see Chelsea going through a crisis and the juggernaut that's Manchester United steaming past them by December with a certain player trying to win us over uh, again after his nonsense about not being... Being ambitious enough. Dean, thanks very much. Uh, well, we've got the boss over there. Should we ask the boss? Do you mind if we ask the boss about, about why we haven't been doing a Man U? Why haven't we been doing a Man U podcast more regularly? Uh, the people are upset. There you go. I've asked Mike now. Apparently, he's a Tottenham supporter. They've been doing Tottenham podcasts every week. Every day. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? We'll see. Uh, one day they'll be drawn against us in Europe and then we will truly, <laughs> can you imagine that real bad feeling here? Uh, so we've had a look back at some of the big games. Uh, it, it, before we look forward, let's talk about Sir Alex's comments this week. I am too old at 69 to retire. Yeah. It's fantastic, isn't it? Don't we wish we could say that in our business? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Lady Ferguson's told him that as well. I just don't think she wants him in just, the house. Just, can you imagine him being around Oh the house? my God, Look. imagine... Daytime bet, television and Alex Ferguson. He'd <laughs> be kind of yeah, just trying to find a, a game of football yeah. somewhere, wouldn't he? Yeah. And Harry Redknapp's going to be a bit like that as well. You just can't imagine those guys turning it off. No, I mean Alex. I mean Alex really did see firsthand the dangers of being, you know, going right to because he was Jock Steen's assistant when Jock Steen literally just fell down dead. You know, when he was Scotland coach and Alex was his assistant, and he was always obviously inevitably haunted by that. He always thought, well, that's not going to happen to me. But he's just going to keep going and going and going. He's just, 
He's obviously so well looked after. You think in terms of his health, I mean, you imagine this guy's getting checked out all the time. And for I think, insurance purposes, yeah, he must do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just... And he's look, he looks fit and, you know, youthful for a man of his age. There's no reason why. Why the hell would we want to disrupt that at the minute and bring someone else? Because the moment he goes, it oh, will take at least four or five years. I would not unless trust him. Unless it's Jose Mourinho, of course. It will yeah. take four or five years for somebody like it, Moyes to establish himself. We have had a handful of managers since the war. You know, we've had the, the Busby... Busby going into the you know the early seventies. Then we had the struggle struggling period that went up to Big Do- Ron, Doherty, yeah, Doherty Big Ron, yeah. McGuinness, all those characters, and then Fergie takes it in eight. It's, I was looking the other day; it's amazing the small number of managers that we have had. It's such a big call. Of course, that used it's to be standard. something that West Ham uses, and the Liverpool were proud of that yeah, as well, weren't yeah. they? But then they declined. Let's not laugh at them. Thank mate. you, Graham Souness, it, once it, again. <laughs> do you agree, though, uh, with the fact that he started the decline of Liverpool? Yeah, he was unlucky though because he inherited. I mean, they were a, he yeah they were a fantastic side in the late eighties. They were still at the peak. But then the, the, those, all those guys were retiring, weren't yeah. they? He got it at a rough time. And I suppose the reason I, I make that point is that, you know, building different teams, teams in transition mm. is great. I mean, you know, mm. Arsenal will have had it. Tottenham mm. will have it eventually yeah. unless they just keep going out and buying people. But you get a sense with Manchester United that in two years' time, this will be a fantastic side, and that they are a team in transition. And to stay with the Chelsea's, the Man City's, and the Arsenal whilst in transition is a fantastic accomplishment, in my opinion. It really is. I mean, I think they've... Um, I think there's, the, the defensively, they've been fantastic. They've held, they've held out. They've always... The, the foundation they haven't really unravelled ever, even when they've been playing in a you know, fairly lacklustre fashion by the standard that we're used to. Um, I think there's... Uh, there's plenty to be optimistic about. I do also think they're going to have to step up to the plate in some ways. They are going to have to spend as well because the departures of Giggs and Skulls. Giggs, Skulls yeah. and Neville. Yeah. They are, I mean... Berbatov will probably go and be I sold. I so. And I imagine either Carrick or Anderson will be leaving the club mm-hmm. as well. I'm not sure which one. But, know. but, you know, you Nothing. need a defensive midfielder or combative midfielder, yeah. creative midfielder. But if Scholes goes, is Carrick the man to take his position as we see it? I'm afraid not. Um, again, I sort of started off being sort of quite negative about Michael Carrick when he came from Spurs. And I just, I, just, I always sort of I thought, yeah, great, great pass for the ball, but goes missing in the heat of action type. Then he started to prove us wrong. And then he started to prove me right again, and yeah. uh, I'm afraid it's uh, it's that Bayern Munich game, I think, for me. Jesus, yeah. Um, and Anderson, a huge fan of when he arrived, I've been willing him to succeed from the start. And on his day, when he yeah, looks fantastic, looks strong, muscular on the ball, great distribution, all the rest. Of it. And other United fans moan he's only scored one goal and a penalty, or whatever. But I thought he he has in, in flashes looked fantastic, but he hasn't sealed the deal no. at all. And Ferguson has sometimes said, "All right, you think you should be in the first team? Here you are. Here's get run of three games." And he's Anderson, let him, let I mean, himself down. Anderson has been passed by Nani now. The other yeah. Portuguese. I mean, I mean, I've been mercerised about Jason Park in in my time, but at least the guy is. To be fair, I mean Anderson can't complain when someone like Park Park doesn't have half the ability that Anderson has got. He's but got a lot of heart. He just goes at it. I mean, he's got a lot a, of heart. Yeah, I think he's. Um, it, I mean, I, I I do have to think it's a slightly worrying state of affairs if we consider ourselves Champions League contenders if we're starting a team with Park in it. Being well, really I think you you say that, but yeah. Park is a man who plays continuously against Arsenal and does well against he, them. Yeah, his distribution is poor. He can't really get past plays, but I don't dispute. 
a fantastic engine on him and his heart and his commitment is that sort of player that's going to get us keeps on the top tier I doubt it well least. agree or disagree with what mm. you've just heard there from Mr Meakin uh, you can get in touch via twitter twitter.com slash manuredcast or email us at manu m-a-n-y-o-o at playbackmedia.co.uk look we put these things up for us to talk about it's all about debating we are fans wherever we are uh, around the world we support the greatest team on earth we're not always going to agree but we want the same thing and it's for Manchester United uh, to beat everybody before we uh, talk about the Rangers Blackburn or West Ham Blackburn's the one I'm worried about because that's the one we needed to win last year and we only got the draw right Welbeck a man out on loan yeah how well is he doing fantastic Sunderland Sunderland having a great season aren't they as well it's a good place for him to be at the moment, he's just getting regular games as well. While United, he'd only be he'd only been used in sort of cameo. He's got to come back though, isn't he? Oh, I'm sure he'll come back. He's got to come back. Like that. Not only has he got to come back, but you know, would he ever take a chance if he did let Berbatov go? Would he say, you know, you, you've got the boy there, Obertan, you, you You've got uh, Chikichita. You've got mm. Rooney. You've got Welbeck. Would you? Would you well, go we can with never that? underestimate Ferguson's nerve to actually try and pull that off because he's proved us wrong. So many times before. When everyone says Alex Ferguson should buy A and B, you can almost guarantee he won't. Because he loves always surprising people, doesn't he? You know, even in the, even if he, in the transfer market, he likes doing things that it's not quite what people called or what they predicted. And I wouldn't be surprised if he just thinks... He's I'm careful gonna... with his money. I think he thinks that there are a lot of players who are overpriced. That's yeah. certainly the sense and I get. Debate, and it's debatable quite what we can do in the transfer market at the moment anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we Which did, is another... We, we did ignore that little uh, yeah, two, 220 nest. million. Yeah, yes. We did ignore that. Yeah, but but let's, yeah. let's move the on to the club is in a healthy financial state. Under 24 I was, I was hours from that. to say that. Well, yeah, yeah we are, aren't we? <laughs> are we followed by the legal beagles here? At Glasgow Rangers, the Battle of Britain. We mm. need to win that, don't we? It's quite tough. It's, if we leave out the players that they're saying we're going to leave out, but it's always going to be tough. Rooney will be playing. Rooney's going to be playing. He's going to leave out the two centre-backs. He's giving Darren a rest. That's what he says. This is Alex Ferguson saying this. That means it'll be a Ferguson, there'll be a Ferdinand Vidic um, centre-back pairing and Darren Fletcher will be in the middle. But the, that's what he's suggesting anyway, that he's going to arrest those guys. But um, it's, it's, it's a high It's going to be really tough. It's hell of an it's atmosphere. It's going to be fantastic hell of an atmosphere. atmosphere, yeah. Great place to go. They, ca- they can't do any better than third now, I think. I, th- I think they're third. I think they're, they're in I line. think that's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's I was their position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they'd, lo- I mean, they'd love just to, yeah, I mean, just to get, to get one United over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they did well in the uh, first match. Uh, well, in terms of like, building a wall across the <laughs> their bloody <laughs> penalty area, the fact we were too they're going to come out bloody lacklustre right? to break them down. I don't think it was uh, wasn't one of our finest hours. Who did they get beaten by? Wasn't it Valencia in their last mm. game? They they, yeah. they got beaten and they tried to go for it, yeah. uh, but were just outclassed and. Yeah. Inevitably, I believe two one. Yeah, uh, but what, to Man what, what Smith's a great old. Yeah, well. he yeah. he's, he's worked doing. a lot yeah. with uh, Manchester. Well, sorry, with Sir Alex. Certainly, yeah. He, he, um, Sir Alex says that he Rangers would have been his team, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, because he played for them, didn't he? He was uh, and was let go. I'm sure Alex never holds a grudge. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine crossing? I've that seen man? pictures. I've seen a bit of footage of Ferguson playing. What a dirty bastard! Of a play. It's all elbows. <laughs> you can imagine. What I haven't got an ability. <laughs> Before we go into what I imagine is going to be just the easiest game against West Ham, that's meant to wind up the two West Ham supporters here. Uh, is uh, Blackburn going to be as tough as it was last time? Yeah. Yeah. 
they're a tough side. They are they've a tough done side. really, and they've really got they've well. got this they've got this spring in their step at the minute with the new owners coming in. Yeah, Indian takeaway owners, aren't they? Something like that. I believe so. Just try and keep the smirk off you. Wonderfully patronising. Yes, we, well done, oh, no, we'd swap, we'd well swap done. them with glazers, with, <laughs> yes. with the glazers, though, wouldn't we? Uh, but um, certainly, out, I watched them play. The fans, yeah. Who did I see them play? Was it Aston Villa? Who did they play over there? I watched them play. Yeah, they sorted week. them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Um, 2-0 was mm. the uh, scoreline. So definitely, so I think they've won as many away points yeah. in the and Premiership as anybody else. England's next manager, of course. Sam Allardyce is there. I, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I think that the um, the blot on his landscape will be the Newcastle uh, one. Because oh, he did yeah. really well at Bolton. He certainly he's staying well at Blackburn. But uh, <laughs> I think when you go for attractive... Oh, fuck it, we're going to lose anyway, let's have a go. You've got to go for Harry, haven't you? Except that, you know, that, and Harry would be good for England because you don't get any money to spend in a transfer window. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm all for, I, think, I think he would be. I don't know quite what you're alleging there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he's, he'd definitely be number one choice right now, man manager. But, he's you been know, called worse than that. Yeah, I think so. But <laughs> six months ago, six months ago, who would have been in pole position to take over as England manager. Right. I believe he went, he made a very foolish move and may have left West London to place the North West. I, I thought, I was looking at Roy Hodgson thinking, you've got a lovely quality of life. You've done a great job with this team in South West London. They're never going to win the Premiership, but you're going to be well regarded, even if you come mid-table. And you go there to this collapsing empire. Well, well, hold on a minute. No Awful. matter how famous you are, and you know this, no matter how oh, funny I do, you I are, do, yes, you do know yes. this. No matter what paper you're writing for, yeah. you always feel as though you could do better if you were given the opportunity and sometimes you need to just say if it isn't broke don't fix it stay where the fuck yeah 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 no i just it just didn't have it never looked it's never looked right and he's gone there at a a terrible a terrible time and they're gonna say they're gonna hemorrhage good are you are they gonna hemorrhage a few managers before they get it right i we you do you want their um goalkeeper hmm? we'll take their goalkeeper wouldn't we? that'd be quite good just going to do yeah. a midnight raid. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, Apparently, he didn't want to stay at the goalkeeper. No, he didn't. Yeah. Goalkeepers He's good. Goalkeeper. We've got to be looking at these two kids, aren't we? One, one Danish gentleman. Mm. Four million. That's worked like work before. It's got, it's got to be worth a chance. Yeah. I mean, Van der Sar can't go on forever. God, we didn't add him to that list of names that will be leaving. And yeah. ben, ben Foster's made um, uh, 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 a little bit of a fool of us. A magnificent wow, game against Chelsea. It's such a shame that Ben Foster had his chance, didn't he? That run of games a season when Van der Sar was out. And all of us were willing. We thought English goalkeeper would be fantastic. It didn't happen, did it? Though it didn't. I mean, it, it wasn't that the opportunity didn't arise for him. I mean, Ferguson did give it to him, and he didn't, it didn't no. work. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So um, we're going to beat Rangers. Uh, we're going to beat Blackburn, and we don't even have to talk about West Ham, do we? They are in a serious trouble. We could play our kids, our youth team, and beat them. Yeah. Oh, they've got a West Ham supporter. Yeah, how does that feel? And they want to take over the Olympic Stadium. Why do we want championship football in the Olympic <laughs> Stadium? <laughs> now, listen, uh, you need to get in touch with us. I'm not let laughing because I'm friends with West Ham fans who will get me. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> let us know what you think, whether it be about Rooney, Sir Alex ever retiring, Berbatov, Brown, when the old guard retiring, who are the future team in transition, what we can win. Lots of questions for you. 
if you're a true supporter of Manchester United, you have an opinion on all of them, and we expect to hear it. Let me give you the addresses again. Uh, Facebook, we're on uh, unitedredcast.com. Uh, you can follow us at Twitter, twitter.com slash manuredcast, or email us at manu at playbackmedia.co.uk. Get our iPhone app at bit.ly slash app. Uh, thanks, mate. You've been absolutely yes. fantastic. And hopefully you come back and we can, as I say to my wife, maybe one day we can do it again. Why not? <laughs> hey, come on, you Reds! This podcast is brought to you by X Factor Predictor, the Facebook app that knows who's going home before they do. Get the inside track on next week's X Factor at xfactorpredictor.com or search for X Factor Predictor on Facebook. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners Sports Revolution on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk.